This is More Than Conquerors with your Bible teacher, Pastor Ray Hagestilianos. As a teaching pastor for more than 35 years, Pastor Ray's heart and vision is simply to build up God's army, enabling them to stand strong in their faith. As the senior pastor at Living Word Christian Church in White Plains, New York, Pastor Ray will challenge you today to begin your walk in integrity and victory, forever changing your life as transformed by the power of God. More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. As we approach our final programs in Pastor Ray's extensive Overcomer series, this message entitled Overcoming Weariness speaks to the Christian who's expecting his miracle and sincerely believes he's doing everything right but is simply getting tired waiting for something to happen. Discouraged, losing heart, and maybe even feeling abandoned, this Christian is about ready to quit. But the Bible is filled with encouraging scriptures about not growing weary and doing good, and assurances that the Lord will never leave you nor forsake you. Surely with promises like these, even a weary Christian, tempted to throw in the towel, should fight even harder for his victory. Through a powerful principle he calls the Great Exchange, Pastor explains how this battle is fought and this victory won. When in battle with the Lord at our side, overcoming weariness is guaranteed because Jesus has promised to share any burden and meet any need, no matter what it is. So I want to get into today uh, a subject that um, I think every single one of us in some way, shape, or form or at some point in our life has been through and gets ourselves caught up in. And if you're human, then this message is going to mean something to you. If you're human, then you've experienced this. And if you're human, if you haven't experienced it, then you're dead. You're not really alive. I want to talk about the subject of weariness today. Weariness. So let's open our Bibles to the book of Galatians. And uh, you, you see, weariness is a real problem and a real challenge in the body of Christ. We started talking a few weeks ago about how we're going to get to our dreams and hopes and bring them to a reality. And we've talked about a whole lot of stuff, uh, trying to cram it all in at the same time. But um, what, we, what we have to understand is that in pursuit of our dreams and visions and, and our future and our desires, we are going to come up against weariness in our lives. Weariness is something that I've fought a lot of in my life, I'll be honest with you, because, you know, I, I often think that I'm, you know, f- you know, if I'm not at my best, that everything's going to collapse. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Yes. Did you ever feel that way? Yes. Am I the only one that's ever felt that way? If you're not at your best, everything's going to fall apart and everything hangs on you and hinges on you and, and my God, my God, what am I going to do? How am I going to get through this? What, what, uh, you know, anybody, anybody here other than me been through, you see, it's a very human, human experience. And one of the ways that weariness gets on God's people is that we begin to take too much on ourselves. We take the cares of the world. We take all of our... All, and of course, the devil loves to take the things that are going on in your life and magnify them a thousand times to make them look so much bigger. Anybody know what I'm talking about? So, so much bigger than what they really are and actually are and makes them, you know, tries to scare you. Uh, and what happens is that you, you, you're walking along and you're doing and weariness, weariness just gets on God's people. And so we go, to, we go to the book of Galatians, chapter 6 and verse 9, and the Bible teaches us, says, Let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not lose heart. So I see two things in here. I see, I see God admonishing us 
but I also see God blessing us. Yeah. So he's talking about the, 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 you know, warning us, but he's giving us a warning, but he's also giving us a blessing. Let us not grow weary while doing good. So that teaches me that while I'm in doing good or while I'm trying to live as a believer and trying to live the word of God and do the word of God and do all the things that I'm supposed to be doing as a believer, as I'm in pursuit of my dreams and my visions and my desires, as I'm living the word, there is the possibility that I'm going to get weary along the way. As a matter of fact, not a possibility, it's a guarantee that somewhere along the way you're going to get weary. But the the admonition we get here from the word of God is let us not grow weary while doing good because in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Now, one of the other things that I learned about this verse in, in Galatians 6, 9, notice the phrase grow weary. Let us not grow weary. In other words, weariness is, uh, is an insidious thing. It kind of sneaks up on you. And if you're not careful, you know, if you don't, if you don't monitor your life and, and be aware of the weariness that wants to come on you, all of a sudden you're going to find yourself so weighed down that you're going to be so weary and the ultimate end of weariness is to try to get you to quit, give up, back off, throw in the towel, and abandon your hopes and dreams and desires, and abandon the Word of God. So, so this is a very serious thing, because I've seen so many believers who have gotten so weary, um, you know, doing the Word of God, weary in prayer, weary, weary in giving, weary in, in, their, you know, in their faith, and they, they've really, a lot of them have just abandoned their, their walk with God and have walked away. I know, in my, like I say, in my life, you know, let me say this, that anybody who's in pursuit of, of a better life and pursuit of the word of God and seeing the reality of these promises, you know, in your life, you've seen them become a reality in your life, you're going to fall prey to weariness That's right. because you're doing something. That's right. People, it's like what I've been saying over the last few weeks, the people that aren't doing anything, all they do is sit, complain, squawk, bellyache, they don't ever do anything. They've never done anything, never will do anything. All they like to do is poke at everybody else, complain about everybody else. They'll never. But people who are solidly seeking after the things of God and solidly going after a better life and seeing the promises become a reality in their life, they're going to they're gonna be open to weariness because they're doing something. Somebody who never exercises is not going to get tired out. All they do is get, you know, larger and less healthy and complain more but people who are in pursuit of uh, of the of something are the ones you know people that are doing something are the ones that are going to get weary so the bible teaching us and the admonition is or the the warning is don't get weary while doing good and i don't know all the years that i've been in ministry and have, you know i mean it's I, it's easy for me to get weary because I, I feel like i've got the weight of the world on my shoulders and you do too you know and uh, we've got to learn what to do with this weariness and, and stop it before it gets a stronghold or a foothold in our life because the end result is that if we hang in, if we, if, we do not, if we do not grow weary while doing good, if we just keep doing good and fight off the weariness, in due season, everybody say due season, due season, due season we're going to reap a harvest. We're going to reap if yeah. we do not quit, faint, and give up. Now, I like that word due season because another thing that I learned from this verse is that sometimes we are we're doing, but we're not seeing we're praying, but we're not seeing. We're giving, but we're not seeing. We're believing and standing in faith, but anybody know what I'm talking about, but we're not seeing. And this is the warning. Don't grow weary while you're doing that stuff because it may not have come to pass just yet. Because the fact of the matter is there is a due season yes. for everything you're doing to come to fullness and to come to harvest. Yes. Amen. 
So whatever it is that you're doing, whatever you're praying about or whatever you're standing in faith for, whatever you're giving for, whatever you're doing, if you're not seeing it immediately, don't lose heart in what you're doing. Don't grow weary while doing this good stuff. Hang on to it and keep on doing it because in due season, see this is where people miss it. In due season, you're going to reap a harvest if you do not quit. And I can't tell you how many people have quit just before harvest time. It would be like the farmer planting a seed in the ground and go out every day and see that nothing is happening yet and just abandon the crop and walk away and let it just die right there in the field. And that's what I've seen a lot of, because they've gotten wearied. You know, God has a due season. God has, a, has an appointed time in our lives for all of these things to come to pass. So this is a verse that you really need to, let me, let me read it to you out of the, um, the NIV says, let us not become weary in doing good for at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. So, so the, 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 the goal here is to just keep on doing it and not allow weariness to knock us out of, the, out of the race or out of the walk or out of the pursuit of our dreams and desires and things that we want. Can I read this out of the Amplified? I like the way the Amplified says it. Let us not lose heart and grow weary and faint in acting nobly and doing right. For in due time, at the appointed season, we shall reap... If we do not listen, loosen and relax our courage and faint. That means we have to maintain our stance of courage. And oftentimes we get weary. Like, and you, you tell me if this is not true. When you get weary, your perception gets so thrown out, out of off kilter. When you get wearied about, about something in life, I'm going to tell you, two days ago, you were on top of the world. Everything seemed like a bed of roses. Two days later, three days later... You know, stuff happens, it gets a little heavier, distractions, interruptions, obstacles get in your way, and you start getting under the weight of it, and you start to get wearied out, and all of a sudden, that which seemed rosy three days ago is like gray and dark and cloudy. Yes. Anybody, anybody have that experience? You see, you're growing weary. You're growing weary. So, so weariness can, can change and alter our perception of things. You have to be very, very careful. We'll talk about that a little bit later because I have a couple points that I want to give you. So, so don't grow weary while you're doing good, while you're living this word and standing in faith and believing this word. Don't grow weary in, in sowing your seed. Don't grow weary, weary in your prayer life. Don't grow weary in the work that you're doing for God. Don't grow weary in standing in faith for the things that you're, you're seeking God to change in your life because you could lose the harvest if you quit too soon. And, and, and as sure as you're sitting in this room, as sure as you're listening to my voice, as sure as you got up and got yourself to church today, as sure as that is, this also is, is a sure thing. Everything you sow, everything you pray for in faith, believing God, everything you're standing on from the word of God will come to harvest at some point in your life. It will. It will. And the devil will try to work it to make you think that it's not going to come to pass. It's not going to be. But I'm telling you, do not grow weary in your, in your, in your well-doing. Because at the proper time, you're going to reap a harvest if you don't quit. And, um, you know, the devil loves to use weariness. In, and I, I just, you know, I've experienced this in my life in all these years. You know, like I say, that things haven't always gone right. And people haven't always acted right. And situations and so on and so forth along the way and it can make you very weary because it, weariness it's, it's like I, I'm, I'm doing it but I'm not seeing it I'm praying for it but it's not happening I'm standing in faith but it hasn't come 
Where is it, when's it coming? When's it gonna happen? When, it, when is this gonna change? I've, I've been believing, but my circumstances are still the same. Anybody know what I'm talking yeah. about? And, and, and you're walking along and you're getting weary because you're not seeing the results. See, see that's where faith comes in. Can I help you here? That's where you have to be so focused on the fact that it doesn't matter if I haven't seen it yet, if nothing's changing yet, if nothing's come yet, if a prayer hasn't seemed to be answered yet. Nothing matters. I know that God is going to answer my prayer. I know by faith that what I'm standing on and what I'm believing for will come to pass no matter what, whether I see it now or I don't see it now, whether it comes now or doesn't come now, does not matter. I know by faith that it will come to pass. That's... See, so in weariness, you know, in the times of weariness, that's when you're most vulnerable to abandon your faith and to walk away. That's why you have to be extremely careful that you don't allow weariness to get on you. That's why you have an admonition, but you also have a promise. Don't grow weary while doing good. In other words, you keep doing it. So what's the key? I do it. I keep doing the word of God when I feel like doing it. I keep doing it when I don't feel like doing it. I do it when it's convenient and I do it when it's inconvenient. I believe it when I feel good about it, and I believe it even when I don't feel good about it. I feel I, I, I'm, I'm encouraged, you know, or, or I'm, I'm confessing uh, over my life when, you know, I feel good about it and I'm encouraged by the word, and I'm still confessing over my life when I don't feel that encouraged. Do not become weary in well-doing because... The end result is that eventually you're going to reap a harvest if you just keep on it and never quit and never give up. And let me tell you what, the devil will give you every opportunity to quit and give up. Remember what the verse says, the, the thief cometh not but for to kill, steal, and destroy. But I come that you might have life, Jesus said, and have it more abundantly. And the devil is trying to keep the abundant life away from you. Let us not lose heart and grow weary and faint in acting nobly and doing right. For in due time and at the appointed season... We shall reap if we do not loosen and relax our courage and faint. Is that powerful? All right. So definition of weariness is exhausted in strength, endurance, vigor, or freshness. Having one's patience or tolerance exhausted. So, so that gives us a definition of, of what weariness is. Has anybody in this room ever been weary? Is anybody going through weariness right now? Let me see. Wow, you're in the right place at the right time for this appointed time. All right, so what are we going to do when we find ourselves getting wearied and getting overwhelmed by these things? Well, uh, let's go to Matthew's Gospel, chapter 11, verse 28 through 29. And let's just talk a little bit about what Jesus suggests to us. Um, and it's not only in times of weariness. Really, this ought to be a lifestyle. This verse is not just addressing weary times. This, this verse is addressing all times. And notice what Jesus says in Matthew's Gospel, chapter 11, verse 28 and 29. He said, Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. So the very first thing I learned before I even read on is that a walk with Jesus, a life with Jesus is not supposed to be a life of weariness, heaviness, heartache, depression, oppression, and every other kind of oppression you want to put on it. A life with Jesus is supposed to be a life of rest. But he goes on to say, take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. 
So a life with just that's why I don't understand why people don't dedicate everything to God and live for Jesus because living for Jesus and dedicating your life and dedicating everything to God ought to bring you great rest. The reason why people are freaking out, having nervous breakdowns, have to take every kind of pill that's been put out by every pharmaceutical country, company to make you feel good, make you go to sleep, make you get up, make you live through the day. The reason is because you are burdened down with too many burdens that you're trying to handle all by yourself. And as a believer, if you are a believer, you're supposed to be casting all of your cares upon the Lord because Jesus wants to carry your burdens for you. It's the truth. He said, come to me. So the very first thing when we're in time of weariness, we got to go back to Jesus. We got to get back on our faces before the Lord. Um, about you, but the very first thing that I do when I find myself getting weary is I just disconnect from everything and just go back to the place of being with Jesus alone. Just be with Jesus alone in the quiet place. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden. I will give you rest. Take my yoke. Whose yoke do you have on you? That's one of the questions. Whose yoke do you have upon you? Do you have his yoke? Because his yoke is easy. His yoke, his yoke is light. His yoke is, is not going to burden you down. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for yourselves. You know, I learned this years ago that um, in olden, olden times, olden days back then, what they would do is they would take a, 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 an older ox and yoke him together with a younger ox, and, uh, and, and that, that older ox would carry the burden or carry the heavier part of the load in order to give the younger ox an opportunity or a chance to grow strong enough to carry more of the load. So when the Bible says that, that Jesus is yoke, it, what it means is that we're yoked together with him. That you're not, facing your, you're not facing all your difficulties alone. Jesus is with you. Do you think that Jesus, do you, do you think that he, he was caught by surprise because of the issues or the situations in your life? He knew exactly, he knew it before you even got there what was coming. But he is so, 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 we are so yoked together with him. We are connected by this yoke. And, and really, that you see, the ox would carry the yoke. That shows me that Jesus wants to carry the yoke for it. He wants to carry the burdens for us. We don't have to carry them alone. And often what you have to do, you've got to get back to that place where you just, you just, you just refuse to take it on. Say, Jesus, this is... See, when, when your life is dedicated to the Lord, when your business... I, I have business owners here. When your business, because business, business can bring weariness on. How many business owners do I have here today? How many of you agree with me that you can get weary trying to float the boat, trying to pay the salaries, trying to pay the insurances, trying to pay the taxes? You can float, I mean, it, 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 you can get really weary. But let me tell you something. When your life, when your business, when your profession, when your future, when your kids, when your marriage, when everything that concerns you is dedicated to the Lord, it takes a tremendous burden off of you. Because you realize that everything you are, everything you have, everything that is part of you is not yours. It belongs to God. Amen. So you see, you see, when people come and try to mess with it, or the devil comes and tries to mess with it, you, have the, you already are in the position where you say, it's not mine anyway. What, what you're messing with is not my stuff. You're messing with God's stuff. Because I have dedicated this to the Lord. See, it's a whole lot easier to, to put the load on Jesus when you've already told Jesus it's all yours anyway. That's the problem with most humans is that we're holding on to it. We're trying to hold, you see, we're trying to make it work, hold on to it, balance it, work it out, you know, walk with it. But you see, the very first thing you need to do is you need to dedicate everything to Jesus. It's all yours, God. This is your, see, like this church. I say, Lord, this is your church, not my church. 
a bunch of years ago, we went through a whole lot of things. I thought the whole thing was going to collapse. I said, Lord, you know what? If this collapses, it's going to be on you because I've told the people how faithful you are. I've told the people how, how wonderful you are and how you're going to provide. If it falls apart, it's going to be on you, not on me because I've done everything I know to do, Lord. So you know what? I'm going to put the burden on you and I'm taking it off of me. Anybody know what I'm talking about? And I'll tell you what, it was, it was a great thing to, you know, release myself. Because I, I came down to this conclusion. I said, you know what, if it goes down, it goes down. Nothing I can do about it. I started out with my Bible and Jesus. And, and, and if I come out with my Bible and Jesus, I'm going to be all right. I'm going to be all right. So... So it takes the fear away from you. It takes the stress away from you. You put it on Jesus. Say, Lord, this is your, this is your gig, man, not my gig. I didn't even want to do this. I didn't. Didn't want to do it. I pleaded with God to give me something else. Because I didn't want the stress. I didn't want to be married to a congregation. That's why I'm not married in the natural. I don't want to share anything. I know, you're all sticking your tongue. I saw that, Eddie. I didn't want to, I, I, I'm a, I like to kind of roam, you know, I like to go, I want it to be a, a mover, and, but God put me right where I needed to be and taught me how to overcome, you know, the stresses that come with being tightly connected to a group of people, just like he can teach you in your marriage when you get wearied in your marriage, how he can teach you how to get along. And how to be pliable because you don't carry the whole burden on yourself. We're supposed to be casting the burden back on him. He says, come to me if you're laboring and you need rest and you're going to find rest in me. I'm not going to, it's like, like you know, even, even you know, as, as you get the vision of a future or whatever, like, like I got the vision for this church and this ministry. I don't know how it's going to happen. I'm just trusting the Lord. It's not for me to make, make the vision happen. It's not for me to, to make it come to pass. What it, for me, my part, is to just trust God, believe God, live the word, do the word, right? Do what God tells me to do. And then they, each day, just do whatever God gives me to do that day. And just live peacefully. But too many of us get so, so you know, we get overwhelmed by life and we get encumbered by it. And the reason is because you've got the wrong yoke on. You've taken the yoke of the, of the full burden on yourself and you're not leaving it with Jesus. Jesus wants to carry your burdens. That's right. I, you all didn't hear. I said, Jesus wants to carry your burdens. Amen. Jesus doesn't want you to carry them. A walk with, with God is supposed to be a peaceful, restful walk. So, you know, it's almost like you have to have, now, now understand me here. You have to have a carefree attitude, not a careless. I'm not going to be careless with my life, but I'm going to be carefree. Sometimes you've got to look in the mirror and say, que sera, sera. I'm not going to let the stresses of the moment drag me down and burden me down and get me wearied because if I get wearied, I might faint. And if I faint, I might quit. I might back up from the things of God and the word of God. No, 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 Jesus, I'm putting this on you. You've got this yoke. I'm yoked to you. You're carrying this load with me. I'm not alone. Some of you sang that song. I'm all alone carrying this, this load on my life. You don't know how bad it is. I'm trying to make up a song right now, but I, I can't get a medley. I can't get a, I'm, it's my own song. I'm trying to make up my own song. But you sing that song, you know, and, 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 and you're not alone. Jesus is with you. You're yoked 
to the Lord. Tune in tomorrow afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray. If today's message was a blessing to you, ask for your free CD of the broadcast for a gift of any amount to help support this radio ministry. Just mail your request with your check to More Than Conquerors or MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Be sure to include the date of the message you're requesting. If ordering a complete Bible study series, a minimum love offering of $20 is appreciated. Identify the series and include the word series in your order. Before we go, here's a final word from Pastor Ray. Hello, this is Pastor Ray. I wanted to take a moment from today's broadcast to tell you about a brand new book I've written that's just become available for purchase entitled Discouragement, Doubt, and Compromise. I wrote this book because of after more than 37 years of pastoring, I see too many Christians, both newly saved and those mature in their walk with God, fall victim to a device of the enemy that he has been using against God's people ever since the beginning of time. It's simply a threefold plan of discouragement, doubt, and compromise. I know this material will be a tremendous blessing to you in encouraging and stimulating your faith and helping you to truly be more than a conqueror. Why not go to my website right now and order your copy, PastorRayNY.com. Why not order a copy for a friend as well? That's PastorRayNY.com.